When did throwing flowers at performances when they finish start? That's a good question. This is the Understand Life Podcast, where we are helping you turn life into lessons. I'm your host, Leonard Neiman, and with me today I have Alyssa Neiman and Malachi Neiman. And today we're going to be talking to you about throwing flowers at people. (laughs) Yup. The question you asked was, how did throwing flowers at performers start? Yep. So there's a couple questions there that are baked in. The first is, How did throwing anything at performers start? And then the second is, how did throwing flowers Flowers. specifically start, right? Yeah. We don't know when throwing something at performers started. It was probably a long, long, long time ago because performers would not get paid by anyone to perform. They would just do a performance in the town square or wherever. So people would throw money onto the stage. And that was the intent. They wanted people to throw things at them. They wanted people to throw... Money. Yes. Does that still happen today sometimes? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Do we still have street performers that want you to put money in their case or whatever? Yeah, Yeah. definitely. (laughs) Have we done that? Especially in Chicago. (laughs) Yeah, especially in big cities, right? Yeah. Big cities, it happens more. And why? So... Thousands of years ago, performers Mm -hmm. wanted people to throw money at them. So what do you think started happening when a performer was doing a bad job? Let's just throw this random hot dog I have at them. Yeah, they would have thrown something that was trash. Rotten Um, tomatoes? Not tomatoes specifically, but rotten. Rotten fruit. They would throw food that had gone bad and primarily then things like vegetables. There's a recording of one of the Caesars getting thrown a turnip at him back around the time of Jesus. That's the first recorded time when vegetables were thrown at someone for doing a bad job. By the time we get to the Elizabethan time, which is when Shakespeare plays were popular, then it was super normal for people to come to a show at a theater and bring rotten food, rotten vegetables, so that if the performers were bad, then they had something to throw at the performers. It's like, I got my basket of food. And eventually, tomatoes did become the rotten food of choice. Can you imagine why that might be true? Because Because they're splashy. And? They're easier to throw. Yes, tomatoes became the choice because they would go... Splat. And they were still easy to... Throw. Exactly. That means we have performers that for a long time were looking for money to get thrown. And even in the Elizabethan age, that was probably a common practice if the performers were doing well, and then if they weren't doing well, for vegetables to be thrown during the performance or at the end. To kind of give immediate feedback. Is feedback a good thing? Yes, sometimes. It depends. If it's like, yeah, you could do this better, then that's good. So you're getting at the point that constructive feedback, constructive criticism it's sometimes called, actionable feedback is better than feedback that's not actionable. Yeah, like this sucks. That brings us forward in time to the Victorian age. 
We'd also like to take this opportunity to remind you of how you can support us, which is by becoming a patron at Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash all one word understand life. Thank you so much for your support. Okay, now are we ready for the topic of the week? Yes. Yes. And today we're going to be talking to you about flowers. Yes, we're going to talk about flowers now. Are you familiar with the Victorian age? Have you heard about this? Um, is was there lo- lots of victories? No, well, maybe, but it's called the Victorian age because of Queen Victoria. The Elizabethan era was named after Queen Elizabeth. And then the Victorian era was named after Queen Victoria. And Queen Victoria ruled from 1837 until 1901. All of that time was the Victorian era. But mostly when people talk about things from the Victorian era, they're usually talking about essentially the mid-1800s, 1850s, 1860s, uh, because by that time, Victoria had been around for a while, things had gotten in common, and then some things changed by the time she died in 1901 because the world was becoming more industrialized. Okay, so for lots of reasons, in the Victorian era... People got obsessed with flowers. No, flowers are so valuable. It's now our form of currency. Not quite that, but they were valuable. So in that time, there were a lot of bad smells or reasons. It wasn't super common for people to take a bath every day like we do now, right? Take a bath or shower all the time. Yep. Yep. And so people wouldn't smell amazing just themselves, but also... At this time, there wasn't a lot of sewer systems and other things. So they would use a bucket, right? Yep. Or a can. Or a can. Go to the bathroom in that and dump it out their window. Yep, that would happen. That is a thing that would happen. And that's pretty gross, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So cities smelled bad. That's just a thing. Cities smelled bad. So flowers became a primary way to combat that bad smell was to have flowers that smelled good yeah so does to have flowers that smell good to combat that that time period also for wealthy families it was pretty common for women to not work right and so to stay at home and so for well-off families they developed this concept of floriography you know what that might mean flowers close floriography is essentially what you just said the study of flowers, or so flora means flower, close plants, and so florography would theoretically mean the study of plants, but in that time it actually meant assigning meaning to different flowers, which isn't exactly the same because it wasn't like an inherent meaning, like God meant something when He made the rose, it wasn't a thing. But in the Victorian area, they defined what different flowers meant. And so chrysanthemums would mean friendship. Or sunflowers would mean joy. Yeah, I don't know what sunflowers meant. I didn't find that, but I'm sure it meant something. There were also some flowers that had negative meanings. So like hydrangeas meant that you were heartless. Or delphinium meant that you were haughty. But there were many of the flowers had something positive. Like aster meant daintiness. And roses meant love and then different colors of flowers also had different meanings and i don't remember all of them but i do remember that red also meant 
Love. Yep. So red roses meant love plus love, which means love. Yes, thank you. <laughs> In the Victorian era, flowers were valuable because people would actually use them to smell better and to send a meaning. And we already talked about that good performers wanted what to be thrown at them? Money. Yeah. Or something of value. Yes. Or Thanks. currency. Yeah. Currency, something of value, like a list of them. And at that time, did flowers have value? Yes. 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 They actually did have value. So then the performers would accept those flowers and use them to, you know, smell better themselves and to make their environment smell better, which was a thing that was valuable. So it was seen as a positive to throw flowers. It was almost, though not exactly the same, as throwing currency. In that Victorian era, the expectation was that people kind of kept their emotions in, and so that was part of the reason for florography also was because they needed a way to express their emotions, and they would do that through flowers instead of through words. Wait, so, so basically they couldn't talk? They could talk, but they weren't supposed to talk in a way that expressed their emotions. It was supposed to be more logical. That was the... Like, two plus two equals four. Yes. Or more like, your coming over was acceptable. Instead of like, oh, I'm so happy to see you. It is a thing that you could come over and we could see each other. That could happen. And then you would give them flowers and be like, oh, friendship. Yes, exactly. So it was just expected for the language to be much less emotionally driven than we talk today. Today, we put a lot of emotion into our words. We're just like, oh, I'm so happy to see you. Exactly. But that wasn't done then. And so that was part of the reason for the florography was it was a way to express emotions, not through words. Giving gifts, giving money, and potentially throwing that money to the stage got combined with florography in the Victorian era to where flowers were the thing that were thrown to the stage. And over time, throwing roses specifically, because roses meant love, meant that you loved the performance or the performer. But over time, it eventually became known to be that you were loving the performance as opposed to the performer. And so that became a normal thing. It started in ballet and the reason is because ballet was the main performance that was the highest class in the Victorian era. So in that, that time frame, in the late 1800s, ballet was the form of performance that was most common, that was seen as high class. Other forms of performance like plays and things were still around, but they weren't seen as being as, as high class as ballet was. And so ballet is where roses were thrown the most. And you can still see that today in ballet performances. It's extremely normal for especially the head ballerina and the choreographer and other people to receive large bouquets of roses at the end of the show. Not hydrangeas. Not hydrangeas. But now that's become common in other things also like ice skating. Even ice skating, although that's actually much more recent. And ice skating, it's only really started in the last 30, 40 years. Yep. Um, whereas in ballet, it's been around for not quite 200 years now, which is a long time. In other theater, like musical theater, it's been around for somewhere in the neighborhood of 100 years at this point. Okay. Make sense? Yep. Yes. Great. Let's go over what you learned. The first part of the question was throwing things at people. Tell me what you know about that. 
At first, they threw money at people if they liked the performance, but then if they didn't like the performance, then they threw rotten food. Yes, and that started. No one knows. No one knows, but it was a long time ago. Yes. When was the first time that we know rotten food was thrown at someone? Um, uh, back in, in Jesus's time. Yeah, Caesar, one of the Caesar salad, one of the Caesar salads, obviously. That continued all the way through. And then when we got to the Victorian era, then what happened? People were still throwing... Money. Money. If it was good. But they would also throw something of value, which in that era was flowers. Flowers. And roses meant love, like you love the performance. But there was also negative flowers. Yeah, which weren't generally given to a performer, usually, right? Unless someone (laughs) did like the performance. But that's true. The, in the Victorian age, flowers became a way of communicating lots of different emotions. So the throwing of vegetables faded and not many people do it anymore. Correct. And that started around then to the point now no one would even think of coming with vegetables to throw at a performer. And so what was the flower of choice? Roses! Because it meant... Love! Like you loved the performance. Yeah, eventually it meant loving the performance as opposed to the performer. And so that essentially is where that came from. So that action just stayed. Stayed and... and Stuck. Some people give other things too, like stuffed animals or something. Absolutely, yeah. That's basically saying the same thing. Actually, that's become more common recently, which is an interesting thing, is that for skating, like you mentioned, it's become more and more common for people to throw things other than flowers onto the ice. Yeah. Like Do you know where that started? Yes. Actually, I do not. There was a famous ice skater, and I don't remember her name, who once said this was back in the 1990s, I think, which was just around the time that throwing flowers onto the ice was really becoming a thing. And she said, I would really prefer if somebody threw pizza on the ice because then I could eat some. And so then at the next performance, then somebody brought a pizza in a box and then she picked it up and she ate the pizza. And so it became a thing. Hey, we should just give people what they want instead of flowers, which kind of makes sense. So some people want stuffed animals or... Pizza. I would love a whole pizza. Yeah, it's like... You would take that, huh? It's like, yeah. I love your performance. Here's some pizza. Here's some pizza. That sounds like a great tradition, doesn't it? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so maybe that will become a normal thing, you know, in 50 years from now, that'll be what people expect is you have a good performance. Here's some pizza. Okay, good? Yes. We hope you learned something because the more you know... The The more you grow. Malachi. Alyssa. And Leonard. Out. Thanks for listening. We've had people ask what they can do to help us. Right now, the number one thing we need is listeners. So that means having you continue to listen to every episode, which I hope you just want to do because you liked it, and telling others about the podcast. That is what we want most of all. But if you're looking to help us out financially, that would be really, really awesome. You can do that by becoming our patron at Patreon. For those of you who haven't heard of Patreon, it's a website that helps us as creators to engage with our supporters and receive your financial support. You can get there by going to patreon.com slash understand life. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash all one word understand life. Thank you so much for your support. And if you're telling someone about the podcast and they don't know how to listen to podcasts, you can send them to our website 
which is understandlifepodcast.com. That will redirect them to leonardneiman.com slash podcast. Anyone can listen to the episodes there, and we will help them find other ways to listen to. In the Victorian age, flowers became a way of communicating lots of different emotions. So the throwing of vegetables faded, and not many people do it anymore. Correct. And that started around then, to the point now, no one would even think of coming with vegetables to throw at a performer. Not generally. No, I might really. do it. <laughs> You're going to do it now? Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people would not take kindly if you brought in some tomatoes to some random performance and started throwing them. No, not such a good idea. Ice show, I'm going to do that. Do it for ice show. It's like, pow. Ice show, it won't work. There's a net. You can't even get the stuff through, really. You can. Very easily. You throw it you over throw the it net. Over. Of high.